guys, welcome to Talk to Fame Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Montigny. You may wonder who I have on as guest on today's episode of the podcast, and that is Savannah Lay. Savannah is a singer-songwriter that's coming out on a new EP on June 9th called Somewhere in Between. Welcome to the podcast, Savannah. How are you today? Hi, thank you for having me. I am good. I was just saying earlier, I am very tired today, but that is okay because I will be getting some coffee after this podcast to wake up because I have a very long, long rest of my day. So I need to be awake. Oh, yeah. Now, you got me in the mood to get coffee right now, actually. So yeah. I'm going to get, run a Starbucks or Dunkin' or somewhere since I literally just woke up from a nap. So I'm like, yeah. uh, now nah, I need some coffee to wake up. Yes. Then, like, the good question is, like, what got you into like, the singing-songwriting world? Like, how old were you kind of like, when you started? You started when you were young, right? Yeah, so my my family is just, like, I come from, like, a very, very musical household. My great-grandpa was, like, an artist and a musician, and then my grandma did, like, um, an acting company that she ran out of Georgia. So it was, like, she did, like, singing classes and acting and dancing and all those types of things and, like, ran her own theater company. Um, and then my dad was a touring country artist in Nashville mm-hmm. when I was really young until I turned like seven, I think is when he came back to Florida and started like doing different things. But then even when he stopped pursuing music, like professionally, he had um, just like a band around Tampa for like 10 years when um he got back from Nashville. So it was just always kind of like in my, like my blood I guess like always around me Um, my sister also sings and we sang together a lot growing up and it was just kind of that environment that I was like kind of brought up in so I think that's like probably what initially would say I would say sparked the interest and then um, yeah as I like I was old enough to be able to sing and like write songs and kind of just dive into the world more I think I realized that it was like more than just like a you know something I was interested in it was like my ultimately like the only thing I've ever truly wanted to do so um that's kind of how I got into singing and then I just never really kind of stopped pursuing it from from that point on Ooh, like like was like your dad like played a value role in like you becoming a songwriter or was it kind of like off the bat like since you're born that you wanted to become a songwriter or was it based off like your dad's experience in Nashville and stuff yeah I mean I think just being around somebody that when you're a kid can show you that music is you know a career that can actually be real and I think when you're younger a lot of the time like people like want to be a musician or have the dream of being an artist or, an, or a writer but like it's kind of like one of those those career paths that people sometimes think of as just like a pipe dream type of thing it's kind of hard to see it as like something that's actually a tangible goal and so I think from for me just being able to see it from a very very young age that like it is something you can make happen and you can you know make a living doing it and going on the road with him and my sister and I were really young and you took it like took us on tour with him a couple times so I think just like being in that environment yeah, it, it definitely sparked the thought of like, I can do this as like a real job. And um, it was always definitely encouraged. I would say it was definitely my own passion that I pursued. Not It was never like a forced thing. I think it was just around me so much that it kind of gave me the idea that it was definitely something I could I could try out. But once I started getting into it no one really ever had to had to convince me it was all me from that point on <laughs> yeah like I know like with coming from like a musical family or like an artist type of family you kind of sometimes like 
feel like you have no choice but to do that. You know what I mean? Like with me, I grew up in a sports family. Every My family is such a sports household. That's crazy. Like you couldn't imagine until you come to my house and you see everything at my house. Yeah. But it's like when you grow up in that environment of like having that artist family or sports family or whatever that may be, like you just sometimes feel kind of that kind of pressure to doing what they do as well. Sometimes, yeah. like even though you, they are not convincing you, because I know like with some families or people, they try to convince you to do what they're doing. This runs generation after generation. But then it's like, do I actually want to like do that? What they're doing, like I actually want to be, you know, an artist or something. Like it's just like sometimes you just have a totally different path from like what they do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think my parents definitely originally, I don't even think they really wanted me to do music or my sister. They didn't say like, you can't, but I think we just knew how hard it was, you know, for my dad to like do music. It's obviously a a career path that takes a lot of, you know, dedication and and drive and there's a lot of ups and downs and it's not always the most like stable, you know, income at first. So I think like, or I'm, my mom would have loved if I wanted to just be like a doctor or like something else or be a lawyer, just do something that was more traditional. But, um, yeah, there was nothing they could, they could stop me from, from doing music for sure. But they definitely, I don't think wanted necessarily for us to go down that path. Um, but they never stopped it either. They were always encouraging of whatever we wanted to do. So, um, yeah, I would say that was kind of how it, how it went with that situation. Does like your sister still do um songwriting as well, or she kind of like stopped that growing up? You know, she still does music. She's on her own path, um, different than mine. And I would say she's she's kind of dabbles in a lot of different things. Like she writes, you know, blogs, and she has a like a candle company that she owns and mm-hmm. and makes like different things. And she still writes songs. She's like in the middle of recording stuff right now for herself. So yeah, she's definitely still doing music. Um, we're just both kind of like pursuing them at different paces. And I don't have as many like side passions. I have really just one is obviously this artist career. And then that's kind of where my head is at right now. But yeah, she still she definitely still loves music. Oh, yeah. Because I know, like, with growing up, you just kind of shift in different, like, paths and, like, different things. Even though, like, you are focused on that one, like, songwriting, it's just, like, if two sisters doing the exact same thing, like, there's definitely one that always kind of not loses interest, but has other things to do besides that. But, like, how do, like, you make your vision come alive with your first full-length project of your EP, Changes, that came out a bit ago? Um, that EP was my first, uh, project I'd, I'd put out, um, on my own. I, I was in a duo for a couple years when I first moved to Nashville with my sister it was like, a, we were doing like country pop music, but I really didn't feel like country was ever necessarily the kind of music I wanted to make. I think I just grew up around it so much. And it was just like, Nashville is very primarily country, you know, mm-hmm. place. Um, and so I think that was kind of why when I moved here, that's kind of where I went. But like when like COVID happened and I kind of went out on my own, it was like my first solo project away from my sister. And I realized that I needed to kind of like really like deep dive that year and figure out like what kind of music I wanted to make um, during COVID. Cause obviously I had so much time on my hands and I was back in Florida. And so it was kind of like the year that like you know, social media started becoming a thing with TikTok and all of that. So it was really just like a year for a lot of self-reflection, you know, writing, seeing what came out and seeing what I, you know, what I was making. And um, when I moved back to Nashville after COVID again, because I was, you know, in Florida for that year, I was just kind of like on the search for 
you know, people who could help me create like a pop sound that I was looking for just because I, like I mentioned, the previous people I've been working with were mostly in the country realm. So, mm-hmm. um, the band nightly is somebody that I still work with now, but they were like kind of the first group of, of, you know, people in Nashville, like producer wise, artist wise that kind of took me in and and like heard my music and wanted to help me, you know, create something that I was proud of. And so, yeah, they were really big part of the EP changes and helping like kind of cultivate what sound I was trying to go for. Um, and I would definitely say that's like probably my most traditional, like I would say pop ish project. Um, I think that it definitely is a lot different than stuff that I've been releasing in the past year or two, but um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good start to like my journey as an artist on my own. And I'm, I, uh, would say that that's kind of how the vision came along was just like a lot of time reflecting and spending time with that band that really helps me put it all together. Definitely. Like was like, did you move to Nashville just before like, or, or they been living there for a couple of years? The band that I collabed with for that? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they're all from like, I think a couple of them are from Philadelphia and then I'm not mm-hmm. sure where uh, the drummer is from, but they're, they moved to Nashville before me. Um, not super long ago, I'm pretty sure, but like within the span of time that I've been here, they were here before that. I'm pretty sure. Um, Cause they're also like pursuing their own artist correct, like career, but you know, they're also producers and help work with other artists. And so um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they had been there for a little bit before me. Gotcha. Like how have, like they play kind of a, huge role in kind of how they're supporting your music because I know like a lot of producers have their own style in terms of like helping writers and songwriters kind of have a good song and what they're looking for like how do they kind of have that same type of thing for you in helping with the EP and any kind of music you create yeah I mean they just held like a space for me to kind of be experimental I think like that was my first pop project I'd ever put out um and my first like bit of solo music I'd written and I had spent a lot of time really writing those songs acoustically normally it's kind of how I start most of my songs um especially back then I hadn't ever really written to a track in like a session before it was always normally in my room and then I would bring the song in kind of already half finished and then we'd work on it from there so um they just were were very patient with me. We spent a lot of time and like multiple days in a row together during like a summer. Um, and we just really like kind of honed in on like different sounds that I was like enjoying that time. I had references that I was really like artists that I was listening to at the time. Um, and like just made that they just helped make the project very cohesive. Like it all sounded, you know, like a, a project. I didn't want it to sound like a million different producers on a million different things. So it, I wanted it to kind of tell a story. So they definitely helped with like the sound of everything. Um, but like the writing and all of that stuff, I was mainly like a part of all of that stuff as well. So they were just really there to kind of, you know, help me navigate what sounds I wanted to make with this project. And um, just kind of, like I said, hold space for me because I, I had just started really working on pop at that time. So I was very like new to all of that world. So yeah. Mm-hmm. like with like coming with for producers like not every like from my experience not every song or project is going to be perfect it, even though like with producers there's always like kind of something to kind of like add to it because like, because like you said like if you add 10 million things it's gonna sound like like a blob hit it you know what I mean it's gonna sound like something that's like not like not like not listenable but it's like why like kind of like I why should I upload this like type of thing you know 
Yep, well, totally. Like, yeah, like what was it like hitting two hundred thousand streams in one week for your cover of the scientist by Copa? Like you hit like every single like two hundred thousand in one week, right? Yeah, it was it was in, it was just an insane time. I I I had been putting that song on on TikTok for a few months before I ever put it out on um like any type of streaming platforms. And I definitely didn't expect it to get as many streams as it did so quickly. I I definitely was hopeful and I had, you know, obviously people on TikTok asking me to release it, which is why I ended up thinking it was a good idea and I had already in my head had like think probably yeah like up to like eight songs I knew I was releasing that year which is what my uh first project the way I see it album was which was all those songs um and so I already kind of had those in mind for the year but I just thought it would be fun to kind of kick off the year with the song that I really enjoyed and um that I made my own obviously I wanted to make it sound like me and so yeah I mean it was really awesome it was definitely um the fastest growing song I've I've released, even though it's obviously not my exact song, I haven't written it, but uh, just along like any other song I've put out on streaming platforms, that one has performed the quickest, um, mainly off because of TikTok and just exposure on on social media. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, it definitely helped kind of kickstart my my project that I had coming out later that year. Um, just having people that were like coming from different places organically, like people listeners that enjoy my music so yeah it was awesome mm, like with especially Coldplay like Coldplay is such a big band that like when you whenever it's like you or some other artists like covering Coldplay I feel like it will go big no matter what because how Coldplay is big and like their music is just insane it's so good yeah totally and like what is like your dream artist to like perform with or go on tour with there's so there's so many artists that I really love um and look up to and and want to would love to collaborate with. I think like touring wise, I would love to tour with like Gracie Abrams or mm. or like someone in that world. Just like I feel like that she's definitely someone I I've been listening to a lot more in the past couple of years um than most any other artist that I have on my like listening platforms. But yeah, um. I think there's so many people that I would I would kill to perform with just music. as a music fan. I'm also obviously a musician, but I love music and I spend a lot of time kind of diving into artists that I love and, and not listening to just like one song, but I listen to like full albums and I, I really like enjoy music just as a listener as well. So yeah, there's a lot, but I would love to tour with like Gracie Abrams and see what that could be like. That would be cool. Mm, that definitely would be so cool because like with like being a songwriter I know like with people like they can think like oh you can't listen to music because you're a songwriter but like how are we supposed to create if we don't have anyone to look up to that type of thing you know like how are we supposed to find people to write music with and stuff you know like how are we supposed totally. to get that information totally and like on June 9th they're coming out with a new EP called Somewhere In Between like work what can like fans expect from you like your new EP coming out on Friday? Um, there's so many things about this project that are that are different than my than my other music that I've already released. I think that's obviously the goal for any artist every year is to hopefully elevate your sound and your your songs and you know, kind of make them 
uh, fit to where you're at in your like life right now so that people can, you know, relate to you. Um, cause every year, obviously you grow and you change and you know, all those things. And so your music kind of grows and changes with you. But I would say this project is definitely some of the most, uh, honest lyrics I've written. Um, very much like I write most everything I've, I've put out has been something that's true to me. It's not an experience I've had or a feeling or something that's genuinely happened in my life. I don't typically write songs that um, aren't real things that have happened. Um, <laughs> some artists love doing like storytelling in the sense like they're writing a song for someone else. There's something that they've seen, but not necessarily something that happened to them. And I, I may be able to do that uh, at some point in my artistry, but like for the past few years, I've just written about things that I've genuinely felt. And I think that that's why my music makes me feel uh, vulnerable when I release it and and why people hopefully can relate to me. But at the same time, yeah, it's it's difficult to put songs out um, when they're so true to you and what they're, you know, saying is true to your current life. Um, so I definitely think it's just like probably the most honest project I've had. Um, and yeah, we definitely experimented on production and and tried to make it, you know, feel like me, but also feel new um, and it, like different than their like last stuff I put out. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like with when coming out with new music, even though it's so true to you, like you said, like it's just like, even though you're proud of that project, like you're just scared of what people are going to think of this, you know, like how are people going to like this? Like there's always that one person that's gonna dislike the song be like okay well this might be the worst song I ever heard like that might be bad but it's like even though if it's like true to you and you like it that's the most important thing like it's okay people don't like it I'm sure like every songwriter has a song that they listen to whether it's from a different artist that they don't like you know what I mean so it's like even though they experience that like it's like as long as you're like passionate about the song you like it and it's true to you then like that's just the most important thing you can never imagine as a songwriter, right? Totally. And, like, is your new single, Emotionally Invested, part of your new EP, or is it just kind of, like, an individual type of song? Yeah, every every song I've released this year, um, the first three singles are all on the EP. There's just two new singles that are kind of dropping on the same day when the project comes out, so somewhere between the single obviously it's not a single anymore it'll be on the project but um and then another song called never leaving which is like the last song off the project um those come out at the same time on june 9th so yes emotionally invested is is the second single uh off the project Ooh, perfect is it come out like on midnight on june 9th or is there yeah it should be 11 p.m central so 12 a.m eastern time and then 9 p.m pacific time which is like la Perfect. And like, like in the song, I like the album's titled, the EP titled, is there going to be like somewhere in between, but is there a song that name or is it kind of like this album type of name? Because I know like with a lot of artists, they like, like to make a song that's like the same name as the album. Yeah. Somewhere in between is, is the focus track of, of the EP. So yeah. Perfect. And like, what song are you most like excited to perform from the EP? Like, is there any like song, or is it kind of like, oh, I kind of want to perform all of them? Because I know that like, it can be very hard to choose. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I think I definitely excited to perform all of them because I've never, I haven't performed them out, you know, at all since I've released them. But, um, 
I think I'm really excited about Misery just because I'm playing that song on the electric guitar at the show. And that's like the first time I'll play that. Um, so at a show like that. So I'm really excited about that song. And um, it's definitely like one of my favorites off the project. So probably that one. But I am excited to do all of them. <laughs> Ooh, like are you performing that like any of your songs from the EP at your show on June 8th at Nashville or are you just performing it like after like Nashville like after it comes out um they come out the songs come or the show is on June 8th and then obviously uh the EP is on June 9th but like the the Nashville technically it'll be the night of June 8th technically the songs will all be out because they drop at 11 p.m which is in 12 a.m eastern so Technically, they're June 9th, but for Nashville people, it's really on June 8th that they come out at 11 p.m. So it'll just be a few hours after the show that the whole thing comes out. Oh, it's like, I feel like that's like the best way to celebrate, though, in a show than like once it gets out, it's already out. Like, I feel like that's like the best way to kind of celebrate the EP and everything. Right. It's definitely going to be a cool experience to have my project drop like right after the show. I think it'll be super fun for sure. Oh, yeah. And like like I said earlier, on June 8th, you're going to be performing at the end in Nashville. Like, have you ever performed there before? Or is this all your first time? Um, This is my first time performing there. I have heard of it and I've had a lot of friends, you know, have their shows there. I've just never gotten the chance to see it or really play. I kind of live on the opposite side of town from from where most of the music venues are in Nashville that people play at. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. I've never I've never played there, but it'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. Ooh, like what can people expect from the show? Like, is there any specific things you're like trying to to plan the show? Like, is there anything specific you kind of want to bring to the audience on the show? Yeah, I mean, I'm there's so many moving parts to the show just because it's my you know it's my first real like headliner. So my team is here and they're working on a lot of cool stuff and um, a lot of ways to just like interact with fans at the show. And you know, there's a merch line that's coming out. Um, there's a lot of really exciting things with that, that I've never, you know, I've never had any type of like merch pieces before. So this will be my first time doing that as well. Um, but yeah, I just want people to feel like having a good time and can connect to the music. And I hope that that's kind of what kind of mood I set during my, my show for, for the people that are there, but yeah. Oh yeah. Like I totally wish I could make it down there in Nashville. Like Nashville is definitely like my one, my first, like the places I want to visit like in that sort of years like, yeah. like if you could recommend one place to go in Nashville what would it be oh Nashville's so big um so many things I feel like I don't know I just love like I, I don't want to say downtown because it's so basic like everyone comes here and goes downtown it's like mm-hmm. the thing that everyone does but I feel like just going to see different like kind of like downtown but like near east nashville i would say is where like the artists and creatives live a lot of the time there's a lot of cool stuff down there a lot of live music um a lot of you know things that people don't really know about they're like underground like bars and cocktail bars and things that are fun to do um you're all around east nashville and like the tourists are all kind of in broadway so that's downtown which is where i don't go as much but yeah yeah, now I need to do some research on Nashville. Like, like I never even heard of, like, underground bars and stuff there until you just said it. Like, now I need to do some research. But, like, where can, like, people, like, buy tickets to the show if you're interested in going? Um, there's a ticket link in my, like, all of my social media bios, all, of, like, the links in there. You can get them on that online, or you can buy them at the door as well. 
Ooh, amazing. And the last thing I have for you is like, what is some advice for upcoming singer-songwriters? I want to make it out. I mean, I feel like there's so many things that you can say just like from an, as a, you know, from my perspective, there's just so many things I feel like I picked up or learned along, you know, the way, but I feel like the best advice right now, like at least I'll think of something that's I'm trying to kind of, you know, do on my end as well. And in, in my journey right now is just like, not, you know, not forgetting to prioritize like the quality of your art. Um, because I think a lot of the time right now, there's so many like things happening with social media and so many times that we're being pushed to pursue our artist career while we're also writing, releasing, while we're also dishing out content or, and there's just so many moving pieces to a career right now that I feel like sometimes with the way that, you know, it's being pushed for artists to release a song every four weeks. Uh, sometimes the quality of the music is getting, you know, is suffering because they're not spending as much time on the music and putting out good quality music because they're trying to just get music out. And so I feel like, you know, once you have a song out there, it's, it's your name and it's your, it's a part of who you are and what you, you know, you represent. Um, and that's to me, the most important thing as an artist is, is just writing the music that genuinely feels true to you, not what other people are telling you to write, um, not what your team is telling you to write, but like genuinely what feels right to you. And, um, spending time with that because I don't think, you know, music needs, you don't want to lose touch with, with your artistry just because you're trying to dish out music every four weeks. Like I'd rather have a song every six months than have a song every week that it doesn't feel right and genuine to you. So yeah, I would just say focusing on that and writing for you, not for, for TikTok and, and not for your, you know, whoever's telling you what to write, um, is probably the best advice I would give right now definitely like it's like it's not the most important thing to really release songs every couple of weeks like as long as like you enjoy it and think it's right then then that's the most important thing like even though like, you might want to release every couple of weeks and you think it's good with you probably it's probably not that good until it releases and you probably think like why did i put that out in the future like yeah it's, it's, just, it's just like even though you try to rush the process like the less time you rush it the more better the music is and the more better the song is it's just like it's no rush release song even though people are begging you it's just like as long as your creative process is working and the music is working that's really the most important thing don't let like other people pressure oh my god i'm already getting time already uh i'm gonna get some coffee now i'm like what is like with being a songwriter it definitely can be hard with pressure but it's like even though that pressure never stops as time goes on, like there's always like the creative process just keeps getting longer and longer each time. Totally. And I want to like thank you so much, Savannah, for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. You're so amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to EP. And everyone stay tuned for June 9th. And by the way, her show. It definitely gonna be so fun. I definitely recommend. And thank you, Savannah, for coming on. I totally love chatting with you. And thank you so much for taking your time. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Okay.